and welcome back to Inside the Show. I'm your host, Scuffy, alongside Coogs, and we didn't plan to be here this early. We were indicating that we're going to be here once we get the gameplay trailer. However, SES has been pulling out information left and right, even we got kind of a big leak that we're going to talk about today's show. But Coogs, we, we got plenty of information to talk about for a full show today for Inside the Show. I'm, I'm hyped and ready to go. And what we're talking about today, there, there is a big main topic. We're not going to jump right into it, but there's a big main topic if it comes true today. And and I'm going to say it's been a long time coming. Yeah, I'll say so. I mean, I don't want to I don't want to spoil too much. I mean, if you if you follow the community, you kind of know what we're talking about. But yeah, I mean, we already kind of know what we're talking about. But before we get to that big main topic, we did get couple of videos they indicate they're going to drop videos on tuesdays and thursdays which caught caught us off side because we we were ready to wait for the gameplay trailer to get back to do episode two of season two but we got some new information and the first video we're going to jump right into these topics so the first video was poor the gameplay styles video so they pretty much went over what we talked about last week on the show where we talked about the casual simulation and competitive they pretty much showed the little new interface of that but then they go a little bit more into gameplay we first we finally saw our first gameplay of mb show 21 however it was only on ps4 they indicated that it wasn't ps5 next gen or xbox series x uh graphics it was ps4 just a little tidbit you see tatis hitting his no doubter um like we see with the cover and then we see snippets of new gameplay where one of them first one that we see is the outfield plays where we see a new indicator very straightforward where you see arrows going at the wall where you could jump and rob a home run but something different something new and they indicate they're working on um it looks very Fluent on that, I like the indicator better than the one we have now to give you a better chance of robbing home runs because, Cougs, how hard for you? I mean, for me personally, I think I only maybe robbed one home run all year. Really? I don't know. If, I'm not good at it. <laughs> maybe I'm just not good at it. But I only robbed maybe a handful. Maybe I'll say about one to four um, because I always jump either too late or too early with the new the indicator that we have now. Yeah, I mean, I don't – especially if you – if you don't like really know what's going on with that meter, it's really tough to judge. And if you expect somebody who, you know, maybe isn't the most the most hardcore player, I feel like they would never have any idea what to do when it comes to trying to make a play at the wall with that thing. So I definitely think mm -hmm. that this is going to be a nice change. Um, it, it looks like it's more uh, guided for the player as opposed to just kind of hoping that you jump at the right time it does look like it's going to give you more of a uh, of a you know almost like telling you like how you're going to do this so i mean if as long as it's not like too easy and we don't get like six home run robberies every single game then you know i think it'll be a really solid addition and honestly we needed it dude like the balls at the wall oh, yeah. right now are really bad you really have no idea if you're going to make the play or not. You're just standing there at the wall hoping that the fly ball will just kind of drop into your player's glove and your guy gets the animation. But if, if yep. you know, anything they could do to make plays at the wall better, I'm, I'm on board for. Without a doubt. And they did make a huge addition. I think that was going to 19 with the reaction to how the ball hits off the yeah. wall. I love that. Yeah. 
And I know that was one of our favorite features of that. But now they're just expanding on it, um, which we like to see. So we saw that. And then we saw, I think it was like a five-second clip. Five-second clip. And this is where we're going to go a little bit more in depth with was the new pitching mechanic. So beforehand, before we get to that, last week we discussed that we thought it was going to be perfect, perfect, right? Mm -hmm. We thought it was going to be perfect, perfect. We did bring up the 2K mechanic, which we'll get into. However, we thought it was more on the perfect, perfect side than a new actual interface. However, it was the new interface, and it was very similar to how we see in 2K. Pretty much, you get a little interface, and you have to follow with your right stick. You're going to have to follow a certain line pattern, depending on what pitch, I assume, if it's going off by 2K. In this case, it was down, and then you had to sweep up. And then we saw two little circles, which I don't know what they are. I do have an opinion on that, and we'll get to that. But it was, on first look, it looked very reminiscent of 2K. And I, for me personally, I, that's one thing I loved about 2K games is the pitching mechanic. And because you did feel like you had complete control of the pitch because it's all based on user input. Mm-hmm. And that's, I think, the key to two key words is the user input. Yeah. Similar how we see with the pitch analog. Yeah, no, um, the, the the only thing I'll say about the 2K stuff, like, from back in the day is that I definitely remember using it, and I remember it being a very fun way to pitch, and they did have it where if you go, you know, you get, like, that perfect little release, you line up the stick right in the right spot, the pitch should go where you want. The only thing I'll say is that I didn't really play a lot of online on any of the 2K games, so... I don't know how exactly it worked in online play, if it was actually effective, if if there was any lag you had to deal with. Um, But I mean, obviously that was, you know, eight, nine years ago at this point. So, but from watching this, this little uh, tidbit of uh, gameplay we got with this new pitching mechanic, I actually do think that this will have as close to perfect, perfect pitching as we could get. Because if you watch it really slowly, you obviously have to move the stick the right way towards whatever the pitch is, right? You got to move it to the to the left and up around the, the side of the joystick. But there's another circle on the outside that kind of plays into the the like perfect release as well so i mean there's a lot to break down with the pitching it's kind of hard to just explain it you kind of have to watch the gameplay video to see what's going on um but i think there's a chance we get as close to perfect perfect pitching with that new mechanic um than we would versus something like analog yes and i think this might be ses way of indicating that this is the interface you should use for competitive mobile. I, I think I might be getting a little too ahead of myself, but it does have that possibility to it because I do agree this might be the best way of getting perfect, perfect. The two little dots, what I'm thinking of, what it would be, first off with the line is the movement. So it would be the movement of the pitch. And the two little dots is for the control. So you have to match up the, the white little circle that's on the right, and there's a black outline circle that's a little bit to the left, and you have to time those two circles up to get the best control. Yeah. That's what I'm no, thinking. I agree, yeah. And and that and if that's and you can master that type of skill, you will be deadly. <laughs> deadly with pitching uh this year but we gotta see how it plays i mean we might be this is all based off what a five second Mm -hmm. clip and it could be something completely different and 
Either way, either way, I'm happy that they are getting that 2K mechanic in the in the game. And you know, another reason why I think they're doing that is because we are getting multi-platform. We are getting Xbox players. And this is this last game they might have played baseball game wise could have been 2K. So that gives them something familiarized, uh, similar that they used to use back when they played 2K. And they're like, oh, I've done this picture before. We could do it again. So that's also um, a solid reason to put that mechanic in the yeah, game. Absolutely. Like it just it's it'll help players kind of just pick up the game and and not feel so foreign because you know I, I I've been streaming. And I have people come into my stream sometimes and be like, yo, what what is going on with that pitching mechanic? Like, they haven't even seen analog. So it's like, you know, they, they may only be familiar with, like you said, what the most recent experience mm-hmm. was, which unfortunately for Xbox players was 2K back in 2013. So, I mean, I, I definitely think that had at least some sort of influence in the development cycle when they were they were building this thing. I agree with you. Exactly, and then the hitting is already in there. Yeah. Um, it's pretty much uh, the per analog hitting. Even though not many people use it, but it is there if they yeah. want to try that out. So, uh, th- And speaking of 2K, um, last last night I, I was streaming 2K just to see like just how the pitching mechanic is and or just remember how to do it. I remember back in the day before I get into that is the million dollar challenge yes. that 2K used to have. I did that. Every year, I think it was like three, four years they did that. And I remember having a blast doing it where you had to pitch, try to pitch a perfect game to in order to give you a chance to win a million dollars. You had to record it. Not only that, this is before capture cards and all that. I remember having like a, a little cheap uh, camera recorder behind me because you had to record yourself playing it like Leary in my bedroom just had 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 to overlook and then i forgot what i used to record the gameplay or i just based it on that i think i had fraps it was something called fraps back in the day where you could record gameplay for uh, i think i kind of remember that yeah i remember doing that for mvp and then then i recorded that but anyway i just remember enjoying that and enjoying pitching the most from 2k from doing those challenges and going back to what i was going to talk about last night last night was Fun to try out the pitching mechanic. The reason I also like this, and hopefully they bring this over to MLB the show. Whenever you did the pitch beforehand, it'll show you the motion. Like say if I did fastball, it was up down, and then after you pitch the ball, you see a pitch analyzer, pretty much showing what input you just did, pretty much giving you feedback. We kind of have that for for. Hitting-wise, seeing the feedback, we don't really have that for pitching. Yes, you get the little good, and it goes green or red, depending on that, but it doesn't really give you any results after the pitch like it does with hitting. And what this reminded me of, if you ever play PGA 2K21 with the swing analyzer, it's pretty much very similar to that. It just shows you if you had a good swing, bad swing, perfect swing, and shows you what you did wrong and what you could correct yourself or what you did right and keep it the way it is. And I'm kind of hoping they bring that analyzer and feedback to the show 21 if they're using this mechanic. It's pretty cool. Um, it, It gives you a little way of how to correct yourself, especially since it's all based on user input. So that's one thing I hope we see. Uh, come 21 but um, we just have to wait and see yeah no i'm I'm with you uh everything you just said i'm i'm perfectly on board with so I, i'm i mean they're, i'm sure they're going to talk about this mechanic more in the feature premieres that they're doing in march yep so it's just kind of until then just kind of 
you know, waiting to see if there's any other tidbits that come out until then about this. But yeah, no, it's definitely it's something to look forward to. It's definitely something I'll be trying. And like you said earlier, if if this is the one that, you know, gives you the most total control, I'm on board. I'll be using that for the whole year, because even if I mess up, at least I hopefully in theory can tell where I messed up and how to exactly try to do better next time, you know? Yeah, uh, I, we'll we'll find out. I think the first feature, I think this is going to be the first feature on March 11th, and that's going to be on Thursdays, 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern on all SES channels. Do you think they're doing and it in, we, in the order that the videos are being released? I think so. Yeah, that I, makes that's sense. how they did the bullet. That's how they did the bullet points as well. Yeah, on, before the, the, on videos. the bullet points. So we have... Go, go ahead, because we have another one to talk about. I just want to look at something on there. We, we do have another one to talk. I just want to say something before we go to another thing with 2K. I just want to bring this up. I was also playing last night, and you know one big component, especially if, if you ever talk to Quash, is the auto ships. Yes. Auto ships, auto ships, auto ships. What one th- quality of life item they had in 2K. So pretty much before the first pitch, they had this little interface to show you where the current shifts are. Not only that, you had to press just one button to go right into the defense alignment. I'm going to show you uh, a little a fo- uh, video right here. So th- I just posted this, Googs. Take a like quick glance at it, yeah. what I'm talking about. So I'm just going to run you through this video. So pretty much right before David Wright gets up, it shows on the right, right-hand side, defense alignment for David Wright. Yes. And then you have a button that you could just press like right uh, on the D-pad or up on the D-pad and goes right into the all shifts. And it's it's about like, it'll take you three to four seconds to shift the shifts yourself. And it, this is like something I would love to see in MLB show. Once I saw this, I was kind of like mar- marvelized over it because how quick and how fluent it was to get to your shifts. Because right now you got to do D-pad and then you have to go down on the D-pad. You have to shift. It's just, it's it's good, but I feel like this could make it even better. Also, the other thing with MLB's current system of changing your defense, the quick menu defense is different than the actual uh, screen when you go to press start and go to your options. Like, you get, obviously, way more um, flexibility and customization options for your defense when you actually press start and go to defensive alignment versus just using the D-pad to get there. Um, you can, you know, change individual players versus changing just, you know, the the alignment of the entire defense. So I think I think they do need to kind of streamline it a little bit more. Because um, at the end of the day, like, I'm still probably just going to use the auto shift because I think it helps me more or I, I think it helps me just as much as it hurts me. So, I mean, it's not like for me, it's the biggest deal in the world, but for people that, you know, want to either try to play their opponent in a certain way or play the cards that they're playing in a certain way, I think that would be a nice little, little touch to make sure that they have um, kind of everything they need right at their fingertips. Yeah, exactly. Oh yeah. The other shift I, I'm, I'm with you. I keep it on. It helped me last night um, <laughs> when playing a game and, yeah, it, it, it's a difference, especially when you play in BR. It's the difference of having one of those runs and then having one of those runs lost yeah. um, sometimes. So uh, <laughs> I am I'm fine with those shift. I know others aren't. Um, I went I, like I'm like if it takes it out, then it, we take it out and adjust. But for now, just leave it on. Um, anyway, 
Let's get back to the bullet points that we have for today. The second one was the second video, and that was Rotor Show uh, confirmed with the relation to DD, as we talked about last week, but now it's confirmed. And not only that, we were a little confused on how they did the bullet point indicating like the two-way star. We thought that just might have been Rotor Show to and you'll be able to play in Roadshow and DD, and that was the way saying two-way star. You thought the the confirmed way now is you thought it could be pitcher in outfield um, or pitcher infield or whatever that you could play two positions at the same time, and that is indeed the case. So that was pretty cool to know that we now have, first we have the cap you'll be able to do in DD and Roadshow like we saw, and now you can have a two-way star. Which is going to be very curious come when using in DD, and I'm very curious how they limited that. But still, initial thoughts of that, I, I think it's wins crowd, uh, around the board. You're going to play a lot more road to show this year. This is the only time where I kind of wish that we did get switched, the switch for MLB Show 21, because how dope would that be? Just grinding your road to show just on the couch, and then all of a sudden the cross progression would be there. But that's just wishful thinking now. Anyway, let me hear your initial thoughts on this. What do you think? What what else um, is on board here with Roadshow? Because they just show a little bit of a skill tree as well, I believe, with little limitations. Yeah. Um, what you could do. You want to go more into that? Um, well, I, I'll start first by talking about the the integration with Road of the Show and Diamond Dynasty, you know, leveling up your guy like that before I talk about the two-way player. Um, I'm a fan of the connected player. I, I think that's a really cool idea. I like the way that they're kind of bringing the game modes together because I'll be honest, I played uh, hundreds, if not, I've definitely played thousands of hours of Diamond Dynasty this year. I played maybe one hour of Road to the Show. And I love Road to the Show. That's what got me into this game. Like back in MLB 12, 13, like that's, that's what I played. Road to the Show, I think that's what everybody played. Um, and over time, granted, Diamond Dynasty is is something that gets updated um, during the season almost daily with fresh content and new things. Road to the show, you kind of got to make your own narrative. You kind of got to be really invested in your character, especially in a baseball game where you have to spend a lot of time in the minors, so on and so forth. For me, Diamond Dynasty is just significantly more entertaining and grabs my attention much more. But now that they are connected... Instead of me going into Diamond Dynasty and being like, oh, I got to grind, you know, six nine inning games against the CPU in order to to get my creative player um, uh, up mm -hmm. on his attributes. I just go and road to the show and, and chill against the CPU and see what team I get drafted by. And it's a more fun experience that way. Um, so I really like that. And as I was saying in a YouTube video, I was, I was talking about this topic. I think this is really the first step in a much more social experience for MLB The Show. I think they're going to not necessarily go the full 2K route with, with you know, the, the neighborhood and, and the city or whatever, but just the fact that we have every uh, person who plays this game is going to have their own ball player, and it's going to be going between different game modes. I think this is the first step in them being like, all right, well, if you want your ball player to match up with another ball player and maybe play like a one-on-one -on -one home run derby or something like that, like it's just, I think this is going to be the first step in evolving their social experience. And I'm really curious to see what this leads to. So I don't know if you have any thoughts yeah. on that. 
No, I, I, I definitely think it definitely leads to something. This I feel like what SES does a lot, we saw that with custom le leagues today, they like to build a base. Yes. And then expand on it. We saw that with March or October. We've seen that with Road to Show over the years. Same with DD. I mean, look how look where DD was in 15 to now and how much more streamlined it is, how much more quality of life updates they did. And this is, I think, the start of the base, like you said, of Road to Show and DD and having your own ball player, whether that is a 1v1, maybe like Sandlot mode or, or stickball, wiffle ball type of thing. I mean, it's, it's just... You want you want to be able to play with your friends more, and you've been a big component of that yeah. for quite a while. Um, so this is definitely going to be a start of something big, especially with the next generations. I'm sure once we see maybe, fortunately, when we see the PS4 and Xbox One move out of and we would show that could be two years or three years down the line and they just utilize the next generation consoles, that's when it's going to be more revamped, when they have more more space and just more technology at yeah. hand that be, resources i should absolutely, just say yeah, um, where they could build this on top so but, you know uh, yeah I, I'm, ex I'm excited yeah i think i think that's gonna be a great first step and then just you know like you said it's gonna be the first step or the first part of a, a multi-year plan i i'm sure they have um <clears throat> but with that being said that's the thing i'm really excited about I would be lying if I said I am absolutely stoked about the two-way player crossing into both game <laughs> modes as well. Um, yes. Now, before I say anything, I will say they have done a pretty good job, in my opinion, with balancing the created player for the past few years. Like MLB 17, super overpowered. 16, super overpowered. I think 18 was the first year where they kind of were like, all right, we're going to limit um the overall on the player we're going to give you some kind of archetypes to go for and i think that was a really good change because now you actually had a, a decision to make it's like okay do i want to use my switch it and create a player or is he actually going to be that much better than this this new card that came out this new 99 i like the fact that there's um it's not automatically the best player in the game However, with that being said, we all know what we've seen this year with the created players, submarine lefty relievers throwing 100 miles an hour from an underhand <laughs> release and then dropping the next pitch as a 71 mile an hour changeup. Like it's it's super cheesy. And, you know, it, being cheesy is one thing. Like, I, I don't really mind it. It's in the game. People can use it. But if that's something that we're going to have to see every single game, and the ball player is such is going to be such a core part of, um, maybe not a core part of your Diamond Dynasty progression, but just you know a core feature in this game. I am worried about that. I, I'm I'm sure SDS will find a way to balance it. I'm sure they've thought extensively about it. But you know, I just have to be honest and say I'm I'm going to be cautiously optimistic because. If I have to face a lefty submarine or every single Diamond Dynasty game I play, and then I have to face that same guy at the plate uh, who's got, you know, max power with all the equipment, like, that's going to get kind of irritating after a while. So, I mean, it, it's just, you know, got to wait and see how SDS balances it. I'm sure there's going to be ways, but what, what do you think? No, I'm with you on that because uh, I didn't see the sub like I haven't played rake seasons as much as I used to 
um, this year. But I remember seeing the lefty Pat Nishik over powered submariner and you're just like what is this and not only that they're like seven feet tall and it's just like it shouldn't be a thing it shouldn't and i'm I'm with you ses always battles the meta we always see that and not only that they'll adjust even for dd they'll adjust cards as we've seen in the past to do better in the meta and stuff like that so they're always willing to attack that um we also gotta bring up that we saw the the um, skill tree type of thing where yes. we saw like power four, uh, power four contact. They have these all little icons to it where say if you have power four, it'll put you up 10 on um, up 20 on power, but minus 10 on contact. So they are still limiting you on your overalls, depending on what type of skill tree you do. So that's good. We just got to see if they do it for those type of motions, especially when you're doing DD player. Yeah. And I assume you won't be able to do knuckler and stuff like that. But either way, either way, it's kind of cool to see that. And that brings to the table, like, what we're going to see with Fatani this year? What we're going to see with Brandon McKay this year? Um, even though Brandon McKay is more a primary pitcher where he doesn't really play the outfield, but save with Fatani. I mean, he could play right field and pitch the next day if you really want to yeah i don't know how, i mean just, I, I don't know how much the angels are gonna actually pitch him but just the idea that that yeah. that could be the there. Idea. yeah and just just would that make him like a top 10 or top 5 dd player just because of that factor alone like look how juiced up his awards card was 124 power against righties same with contact mm-hmm. and then you have him pitching as well so that'd be pretty dope but i'm getting off tangent there but for going back to road show, that's pretty cool to see. And not only that, it's you know what's also cool if you're especially a DD player. Sometimes you have DD and just nothing's going away. Absolutely nothing's going away. Even when you're grinding, you could just chill, relax, and play road to show. And knowing that you're still doing progress to DD because you're upgrading your cap. So that's kind of cool to see in the background where you could just have a relaxed day. Maybe we just want to watch like the baseball game that's on tonight. And then you just want to play some MLB show, but you don't want to get into any sweaties. And you just play road show. Like, look, I'm just going to update my character while watching this game. I don't know. That's the way I'm looking at it for me personally, because I'm I'm with you. I haven't played road show. I don't think I played road show this year. I probably have, but maybe it's about like what you said about hour to two. But now I'm definitely more willing. That's why I wish we kind of. If this was on the Switch, that'd be kind of cool for couch play. And um, But I know with everything going on in the world, maybe we'll see that come next year or the year after. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I'm on board. It, it, this is definitely leading to a bigger thing. So I'm happy about that. Um, before we get to the main topic, let's go to our fourth bullet, for, uh, fourth bullet first. And that is the technical test that starts on February 23rd. Today so they announced that they're doing technical tests, which pretty much a stress test on their servers. This is both on Xbox and uh, PlayStation. However, they limited the Xbox to 50,000, I believe. Um, the day to sign up is the last day to sign up is today. This won't be out today. So the signups are already over if you're listening to this. And that starts on February 23rd. To be honest with you, I did not see this coming. And because we're so late in the cycle, I believe last year we had... It was either called the beta. I think it was called the beta by then. And that was in, wasn't it in December? I believe. Um, it was in December or January. Yeah, I can't remember. It was one of the two. It was one of them. And they did a week of that. And we got to do our feedback there. Now we get to do it again. They're doing a week starting on February 23rd to March 1st. 
and we'll be able to stress out the tests, uh, stress out the servers, I mean, and then give us uh, give them the feedback on the show nation and very similar to the process we've done before. But there was a video that was posted yesterday that had Ramon on the on uh, talking about this. I think this was on Sunday, not yesterday. And indicating that we want to test out a huge new feature through this technical test. What could that be? I don't know, Kooks, but this is kind of leading up to our main topic today. Something like a bird told me over the past week that there was a big leak that we might see what this big feature is come MLB Show 21. I don't know if you want to talk about it. Or, or you want to bring it in? But <laughs> take, take the I, I, lead, this, Scuffy. Take the lead. Uh, you're, you're the one who's been right. making mock-up designs of this feature. You take the lead. <laughs> uh, yeah, so it looks like a creative stadium will be coming to Amuda Show 21. So let's 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 flash back here. I, I'm going to just show you my day when I heard about this. So I was just strolling through Twitter. I think it was like 9 o'clock, 9 to 10 p.m. Eastern. Um, on the east side, and I was just strolling through Twitter, and then all of a sudden, see Healy's uh, tweet. Healy's tweet was pretty much indicating greatest stadium is coming to MLB Show 21. I was like, what? What, what, what just happened here? And then he posted a little uh, tidbit, and the tidbit indicates it's pretty much what you see a description on any like SES or PlayStation videos uh, indicating like what the gameplay is about. And then you see um, a particular statement indicating. That Creative Stadium is coming to MLB Show 21. And apparently they had a video up and they had this description on the video for quite some time before it got removed, indicating that Creative Stadium is coming to MLB Show being the new big feature. And I think the community just went up, went up in flames, but in a good way, by just the hyped up way of the possibility of Creative statement coming to the show. I mean, how long have we been asking for this? And I remember Ramon actually indicated uh, in one of the dev streams, I don't know if it was last year or the year before, and be like, yes, we know about Creative Stadium and we're working on it. I don't know if you remember about that or uh, just. I, I think I vaguely into, remember what you're talking about. It was like a long term type of goal. He was saying, and he was like, trust me, we want it in two. And we're walking, and I just—that's what I immediately flashed back to. I was like, I remember Ramon actually saying something about this, and now it looks like it's coming to, and we show twenty-one. So, I want to get your first opinions on it, and then I'll—I'll—I'll I'll, I'll get mine on, and well. I'm I'm just ready. I'm I'm ready. If this comes to and we show 21, I'm psyched. This is a long term feature that we've been wanting since when we see it in MVP 05 or MVP 06. Yes, that was EA Sports, but still, you saw the possibilities what it could bring to a baseball game, and now it might be coming. Yeah, no, it's it's super exciting to think about. Um, so I mean. Just the idea of the feature is always going to be cool. Anytime you can add more customization in the game, it's it's always going to be a welcome addition. And it's something that, like you, I've wanted to see in this game for a very long time. Even though, like you said, we've we've had the feature before in MVP Baseball. You know, SDS always kind of does things in their own way. And seeing how they would attack a feature like this is is really exciting to me, especially after what we saw in 18 with the batting stance creator. I thought they did a pretty good job with that. Um, you can adjust literally everything about your guy. You can adjust the, the hand placement, the bat wiggle, everything. It's great. Um, create a stadium is, is another thing that I feel like this game needs. 
And uh, looking at it from an offline perspective, I, I think it's perfect because now if create a stadium is what we're all hoping that it's, it's going to be, that makes the franchise relocation stuff that we got last year way more intriguing because last year, you know, you, you do the franchise relocation or, or whatever they called it. I don't remember if it was relocation or what, but um, you know, you would take the place of a team, but you still had to use the generic stadiums. You still had to use the minor league stadiums or you'd have to play at a certain team stadium. And it just, it didn't feel like your team had an identity. Well, now that makes franchise significantly more appealing to me if I can create a stadium and do the whole relocation thing. And the one other thing I really hope they do is I hope they have stadiums in the vault. I hope you can download other people's stadiums because if that's the case, you know, you could, you could make the craziest um, custom leagues. You can make the craziest franchises. There is so much potential for awesome content coming out of this feature. However, (laughs) uh, as a diamond dynasty guy is similar to the whole created player thing. There is a portion of it that worries me. You know, we we know how annoying it is whenever you unexpectedly get into a game at Polo or unexpectedly get into a game at Forbes or or you know any of the any of the ballparks that you know you just you don't want to play at. There's always going to be that like ugh, the outfield walls are weird, the the colors are weird, whatever it is. I hope that if this feature is in the game and it makes its way into online play that it is limited in some ways to make it not super cheesy or not super corny. And we've talked about this like on the podcast before with features that we want to see. Um, so it, it's, it's like basically, you know, being a dead horse at this point. I, I just, you know, I think we're all on the same page that if it's in online play, we got to keep it limited. We don't, I, we don't want to see polo every single game. I think that's a pretty, pretty shared opinion. <laughs> yeah, it is. Um, I'll get to that in how we could do that in just one moment. But let's go with the franchise first. Like you said, if this, if you, that, that I never thought about that stadium vault thing. That's a hell of an idea. That'd be so much fun. You know, I, once I'm thinking about that, you know, Frisk would just. <laughs> um, Go crazy. I'm a Frisk. Uh, follows YouTube. He does a lot of stuff with franchise. He did the DLB where he pretty much created a, a, a pretty much a whole fictional league. And just imagine what the capability he would do there with this type of tool now. And that would be so dope. It really would. It, it would probably bring me back to franchise as well to be able to just fully customize what I want to do or take um, maybe the Pittsburgh Pirates because it, just I'm just thinking of a lower type of tier team and then try to rebuild them into a new stadium and a new location. That'd be kind of cool. But going back to DD limitations will need to happen. And the way you could set that up is have presets. I did a little concept before. This is like when we first talked about in the podcast, I think. And I forgot which that was like months ago. And the concept was pretty much you had preset dimensions that you had to pick up. So you have one through four. So you had to pick a preset dimension. So it's not cheesy, of course. And then you're limited on what outfield color wall you do, because if you do all white, that's not going to work. So they had to eliminate that. The way they could do that by having limitations as well and being all cosmetic base, pretty much if they bring to online play is have certain cards for this. 
and be able to like say you wanted a like the green monster in order to get the green monster you had to have the card to plug it in um mills had a great idea before like bringing the king's court to the stadium or something like that that'd be kind of cool if you able to get those cosmetics to limit yourself but still gives you the freedom of making your your own if that makes sense no yeah i, I think it does i'm 100 on board with that and I think that'd be the best way to do it. And I'm not talking about like you could gain these cards. I'm, I'm even put them on the market. I don't care. I mean, we see the skins with Fortnite and how they do Call of Duty. This would be like the same type of thing. It's not play to win. It's just another way to make the stadium feel your own and just. But it does need to have the limitations so it doesn't affect the gameplay or give the opponent the advantage when you are the way team and you're at the home stadium for someone else. And I think it's doable. They kind of do this in the NHL. They do NBA 2K. Yes, state, uh, baseball stadiums are a little bit more complex than those type of stadiums itself because it's just straight dimension. What you get, what you get is what you get. A basketball court or a hockey rink, but for baseball, it's a little bit different. So, but it's definitely doable. I think I'm not too sure if they're going to go straight into online play, but if they do, I would love to see cosmetics be a part of that, where you could get new cards update your stadium features. It'd be like owner mode like we see MVP. First, maybe you start up with a spring training type of field and then you just keep on building on top on top of the stadium as you gain more cards or unlock more cards and stuff like that. I think that'd be kind of cool. No, I 100% agree. I think that's uh, it has so much potential, um, especially right now. I mean, you know when you're opening packs in this game uh, and you pull like a a diamond banner or a diamond icon you're like cool yep. but at this point in the year you kind of you kind of know what your your go-to <laughs> icon and banner is like those at this point are just kind of whatever but if you give me something that i could customize my stadium with and every single game i could change it up to make it look like something different like your your nameplate and banner is cool and all, but you don't even really see that other than when you're in the Diamond Dynasty screen. So it's like when you're in a game, you know, the outfield is going to look a lot different if you have the the King's Court in the corner or you have the Judge's Chambers mm. in right field. Like it, it's going to oh, look different man. no matter what it is, and it's going to provide yep. that incentive to actually be excited about something. So I'm I'm on board with everything, dude. If they make they could make another item shop with that type of stuff like i I just give me all the options to have fun and create my stadium the way i want to with restrictions on the actual field itself oh yeah without that i think that's the big thing just the dimensions had to be limited um, to what is i mean you could have dome stadiums uh that's fine and I'm curious if every online stadium will have the same altitude, which I hope it does. You don't want to have every stadium be shipping field, even though everyone will love that. But although if you, if you had to pick, be at shipping field the whole time for the whole year or have a created stadium still with the same altitude as shipping field, but you're seeing a different stadium each time, I'll probably pick the latter. Oh, absolutely. See the different stadium because... I mean, I get, I, I, I just can't do it. I, I hate seeing Shipper Field. As much I know, sometimes it plays well there, but then again, you get the spe- uh, Shipper Specials that we see time and time again. But anyway, I'm going off a different tangent. But another thing I, 
it's not creative stadium standpoint, but to see those comet cosmetics, it'll also be kind of cool as we brought up like souvenirs for DD unis. Like have we had the hats and, and the jerseys, I know I'm bringing back maybe bad flashbacks of MLB show 18, but it'd be kind of cool if they brought that into this game where you actually could imply that to your uniform. So say if you're, cause I see you, you do your all time teams. And before you do your all time teams, you create different, uh, uniforms for those teams. Yes. I mean, just imagine you had the souvenir for the for the uniforms, and that saved you what? 20, 25 Maybe. minutes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that'd be kind of cool to see. And when doing custom leagues, I've been doing custom leagues for like the past couple uh, weeks and months, and seeing those unis. I, as much as I love my customized unis in DD, it's it just when you have the major league uni uh, uniforms on. It looks so much cleaner yeah. because you have the logos, you have the patches. It's kind of cool to see. And uh, so I wouldn't be opposed to have that. But yeah, a whole different. But going back to the creative stadium, I would love to see a different item shot for that. It'd be kind of cool. Like, say, you know, you're having King Felix on the mound. All right, let's get King score in for this particular game. Yeah. Just get him on you get, or something you like just that. Get or, that. That whole aesthetic, however you want. Yep. Exactly. So it, it, it'll be interesting to see. Um, we'll see if that's part of the technical test come February 23rd. We probably won't be able to talk about it, though, but it could be something to look forward to. Um, we, I would assume it. Uh, not, not to cut well, you well, off. We, we should actually yeah. touch on that with the technical test. Uh, don't stream yeah. it. <laughs> if, yeah, don't stream it. If you're going to play in the technical <laughs> test, if you signed up and you get in and everything, don't be that guy. Like it, it, there's always going to be that guy. We we were here this. I think we were here this last year. It was January because we had the same conversation on the podcast. Yep. So it had to be in January. Yeah. Uh, don't be that guy. Think, you know, there's going to be it. people. Like, they're literally giving you an opportunity to try to provide feedback to help make the game better. And you're just going to be that guy that's like, oh, I'm going to get you know a quick. Uh, a quick little view boost, which you know those uh -huh. those viewers aren't going to stay. I'm not going to be. I'm going to be honest with you, bro. And so <laughs> it's like you know, don't don't be that guy. Come on, we're all we're all here to try to make the game better. We're all going to try to uh, you know have fun with it and everything. And you know, if you don't provide any feedback, cool. You don't have to. The fact that you're playing and they're getting the data from that anyway, like that's enough. But just don't don't be that yep. guy. Come on. Yeah, I remember it was either last year or two years ago. There was a, a, a infam infamous uh, Doc Zen clip. So pretty much she was going to someone that did that. And he and the guy that was streaming, he had the face cam and all. And he's like, I don't care for that. They're going to do anything within. And he showed highlights of that. And then within like two minutes of the stream, <laughs> it just gets shut down. <laughs> or you see a screen. You are now restricted or banned from uh, uh playstation online yeah. and he's like what just happened and then he shuts off stream. what do you think happened <laughs> i know exactly so especially this year you don't want to do it this year i mean you don't want to do it ever but you don't want to be uh doing that and then going back to the actual giving feedback if you can't give you feedback the, the better um constructive feedback you can give is going to help out greatly and make this uh only show 21 a greater game so that's going to probably do it for us today and like you said we weren't expecting to be here today because they released more information we're going to see what the tuesday and thursday's videos are going to be released this week any any hints you think you you think it's going to be this week i, I didn't look at the bullet points do you think we get the dd streamlined this week or no or is it the next gen mm. 
No, I don't think we get next gen. I think gen that we're probably we probably thinking about next gen. Maybe we get next gen on, on Thursday. Thursday? Maybe. I wonder if they're going to keep that to the Maybe. features. Remember, the features start on March 11th. We, we discussed this earlier. But we do get two new videos on Tuesday and Thursday, which we'll be talking about next week and going a little bit more in depth with that. But Kooks, it, it's like, I feel like each week we're getting more and more news and it's more exciting it's, it's like you're right at the hype train but i you're not officially on it but it's 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 you're, you're putting you're putting your luggage on the train you're getting ready to go yeah exactly exactly I, I think once we get the gameplay trailer that's when it's like okay strap on we're ready for the ride <laughs> and uh see where it goes can't wait yep so thank you guys for listening once again uh we'll probably be back here next week talking about the tuesday and thursday videos be sure to follow us on Twitter. It's at Inside the Show PC. Once again, Inside the Show PC. Uh, follow my boy Kooks at Kooks46. I'm at Scuffy McGee TV. Pleasure you guys listening in today, and we'll catch you guys next time on Inside the Show.